In times like these, where small businesses must overcome the biggest challenge of our lifetime, where their only source of income has been temporarily shut off, where the future is filled with questions of not only when the country will reopen, but how quickly we can return to normalcy, they flock together as they would have when times were good, connecting and networking with each other, learning from each other, exchanging information, and continuing to support their local business community. Many do this through their local chamber of commerce. The Encyclopedia Britannica defines a chamber of commerce as, quote, any of various voluntary organizations of business firms, public officials, professional people, and public-spirited citizens. They are primarily interested in publicizing, promoting, and developing commercial and industrial opportunities in their areas. They also seek to improve community schools, streets, housing, public works, fire and police protection, parks, playgrounds, and recreational and tourist facilities, end quote. One thing that pops out from that definition is the quote, public-spirited citizens, end quote. Here on Long Island, where the Miller Business Center is based, we are fortunate to have a number of local business owners who match that description. And one of them who truly represents this in not only spirit, but drive and commitment to making the community better, supporting local business owners, and facilitating business networking to bring small businesses success is the newly elected president of the Greater Middle Country Chamber of Commerce, Lenore Paprocki and she has plans. I've been uh, actually involved with the Greater Middle Country Chamber since uh, 2007. Uh, I went on the board um, around uh, 2015 or 16. I kind of lose track and uh, vice president for a number of those years. And um, now being president is, um, well, it's, it's certainly an honor. And uh, I, I don't want to disappoint my members. I know they uh, voted for me so that uh, knowing that uh, I could uh, make some changes and, uh, you know, continue to, to keep the chamber moving in a forward projection. A discussion on the concerns of small business owners in the time of coronavirus, the importance of networking, and the future of the Middle Country Chamber of Commerce coming up next. From the Miller Business Center at the Middle Country Public Library, this is Centered on Business. Chamber was actually um, revived back in 2002. It was, um, I think it was originally back in the day, Centerage Chamber, changed it to the Greater Middle Country Chamber to encompass all of the school district. The school district has a um, big arm. It's in Corum, Selden, Centerage, Lake Grove, even into some Ronkonkoma. So that's why it's the Greater Middle Country Chamber of Commerce. We're not just working with uh, the center reach area. Now it's it's much more um, of an outreach, you know, with the idea that uh, anybody who's interested in working with, uh, you know, the chamber and, and um, getting the benefits from what the chamber can offer, anybody is able to join. One of the things that uh, the Middle Country Chamber does um, with that outreach is because we do touch so many areas, we uh, have uh, put together a, an alliance with um, three other local chambers, and together 
Uh, we collaborate on um, different ideas and focuses. We work with uh, the Ronkonkoma Chamber. We work with the Holbrook Chamber and the uh, Farmingville Hills Chamber. And uh, we've been doing this for the past couple of years, and it's been very, very successful. Uh, you know, chambers together when you're, you're you're actually stronger together. Oh, that seems to be the word that they're using nowadays, stronger together. Why do you think that it's important for our community, a chamber of commerce? Well, it's more important now, especially during uh, this pandemic more than ever before. It really accents why chambers are important uh, to the local community. Uh, an outreach for the businesses. Um, and you know what, whether you're a member or not, I mean, I want everybody to be a member. There are plenty of benefits, which I'll speak on later as to why um, you should be a member of the local chamber of commerce. But um, in this in this situation that we're in now with this coronavirus pandemic, we've been um, available to reach out to um, between myself and my board of directors. I have I have to give a shout out to my board. I have a great board. Everybody works well together. There's constant collaboration between all of us. Uh, when something comes. To, to pass that it's a company, a business, a person uh, needs help, we're, we're right on it. And, and that's the strength of having um, the um, chamber behind you. And, um, you know, it, this, it comes with a little bit of clout, too, I believe, if you're a member of the Chamber of Commerce, and especially when it's a Chamber of Commerce that um, is uh, very visible in your community, which I believe that the Greater Middle Country Chamber is uh, visible and um, is seen as a, um, a community outreach, um, a place where you can get answers uh, when you have issues or um, find out information. Uh, it's There's a little bit of credibility that um, is given to every single member, I believe, for being part of a Chamber of Commerce. It's community. Listen, Long Island is a small, is really small as far as I'm concerned. Uh, even though we're big, we're small. Like say it's a small world. There's no doubt that that is the case. Uh, having um, a chamber that um, can be your resource is, is huge when you're doing business. So if a local business owner is listening, what benefits would you say the chamber membership offers? Why should they join? The benefits are um, quite many. Uh, there's quite a lot of benefits. They're, they're including um, having the opportunity, again, like I had mentioned before, the resources to, to get to, to get answers to questions, um, um, maybe different. Uh, we're also an, an advocate for a political source. So, um, you know, we are the liaison. I look at it as that way, the liaison between um, the um, business, the local businesses, residents and um, public officials. Uh, there's discounts between the members. So if you are a member you'll um, and you're dealing with another member, which we highly encourage, uh, there are discounts offered because of the membership. There's educational and professional development programs that we offer that will help um, you with your business and, and also with your professional development of your of your business and of yourself. Uh, marketing opportunities. There's networking opportunities. Uh, we have a very active um, Facebook page where uh, all sorts of resources are there available to you. 
And of course, as well as our uh, Middle Country Chamber uh, website page, uh, which also has um, a, a variety of uh, different um, uh, information tabs that, uh, you know, any question you have basically can be answered that way. And as I mentioned before, the added credibility, um, we're doing a lot of um, uh, special events coming up too in the future, and you can be a part of that and, um, you know, better exposure within the community is a big um, benefit as well. So we're, you know, we, the Miller Center has been a member of the Chamber of Commerce since the beginning um, of its starting in 2002. And to see how it's grown is just wonderful. We feel like we have so many friends in the chamber. They're not just businesses that we work with, but we are always so happy to go to a meeting and, and see our chamber members. It feels great when we go to another networking event and we see one of our chamber members. Um, we see you at a lot of them, which I'm sure we'll talk about later because I, I know that you're going to have some really great, great advice to share with us on that. And I think Alex has a question for you about where you see uh, the concerns from members right now, but I'm going to let him speak to you a little bit about that. Hey, Lenore. Uh, yeah. What's the biggest concern among your chamber members right now? during this time of COVID-19 and everything that's going on? Well, thank you for that question, Alex, because um, it's actually um, uh, been discussed since this whole thing hit and pretty much everybody got uh, shut into their, you know, their homes um, and away from their businesses. Um, it's been a, um, for everybody, um, you know, a crisis, a financial crisis. The businesses that um I've been speaking with or, you know, barely hanging on, um, trying to get past this. Their biggest concern is what happens when we get back. It's not going to be business as usual. Yeah. Definitely going to see a major change in how we conduct anything. Um, and, and for a lot of companies, business as usual is going to be very different. And, and I think that they are more concerned about you know, and, and preparing themselves in the same token uh, about how when we open, hopefully May 15th is now our new date. Um, and I feel pretty confident in that May 15th date, I have to say, honestly, it might be a little bit more hopeful and wishful thinking than um, anything else. But the different um, members have been saying that being prepared for that and what their new normal will look like is their biggest concern. Uh, so companies are starting to um, change the way they think. Uh, one of the things that we talked about um, at uh, um, one of my Zoom meetings was uh, the, uh, which is a new way to network, by the way. I love it, Zoom. Uh, <laughs> you only have to get dressed from the waist up. It's kind of cool. <laughs> but um, what, one of the things we talked <laughs> One of the things we, we uh, spoke about um, was um, preparing a new business plan. Your business plan is not going to be what it was in January. Thank you, Lenore. Yes, I know. I'm, 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 I'm plugging you guys, but that's besides the point. <laughs> no, but it's so wonderful. It's wonderful to hear that because that's something we've been saying for years. People think, oh, I'm not a new business. I don't need a business plan. And 
to tell them, no, you need a plan, like not a plan to start your business, but a plan to just keep your business going. Like what would you do if something like this happens? What are your goals for the year? Like maybe think of it not as a business plan, but business goals. Let me take a look at my business every year and see who are my competitors? How is my industry doing? Yeah, I'm really surprised that more companies don't do that. You need every, you know, Every few months, at least I think every quarter, you should look at your business plan again and say, is is it moving the way I should be, the way I think it should have been? Are there things out there in the field that are different that I didn't put into consideration when I wrote this and when I had this? You know, how many more companies are now doing the same thing I'm doing? How do I make myself different? How do I, and here, how about this? How do I survive after the pandemic? So these are all the things that need to be addressed, you know, whether you're in a pandemic or not. I mean, let's face it, what we're dealing with right now is, you know, unprecedented. And uh, I know everybody, um, you know, who who has a business, I don't care what kind of business it is either. It doesn't really matter. Everybody has to relook at what their plan is because you need a new plan. There's no if, ands, or buts. And, um, you know, that's that's one of the things that uh, the um, business the businesses of Middle Country Chamber are um, dealing with. And, and it, listen, it's you're, you're talking about untested waters. This is very scary. There's a lot of people who, you know, are finding it very hard to stay afloat um, while this shutdown is in effect. Uh, and, uh, you know, hoping that uh, by, you know, doing their best not to sink completely, that they're able to come out and, um, you know, once again explode, um, you know, and have a business that's viable for now and uh, and, and a place where people are not afraid to uh, or fearful, uh, cautious of having to have to do business with you. You need to change your mindset. And that's really what I'm dealing with right now with um, all of my uh, chamber members, helping them to uh, understand that this needs to be changed. And also um, hopefully coming up with some ideas of how these things can change. And, uh, you know, it's it, it's all important. And, and that's what needs to be done. And I think it speaks to how important it is to support your local chamber. If a business person or a consumer if you are looking for a service uh, or help, you should totally and absolutely look at your chamber membership first, because not only are you helping somebody you might have lunch with every week, but you're helping your local community. That money is going to stay where you are. And, and especially now we need that help locally. We're getting federal funding, but you know, Long Island is always the one that gets the least. <laughs> um, yeah, and history shows that. So anything we can do to keep that money that we're getting here. Exactly. And kudos to you, uh, Lenore, for, I mean, the, the those greater middle country chamber emails that go out, um, those reports um, of, you know, what businesses are still open and how they can help and, it's so detailed, you know, I, I don't know if it's like weekly or I, I'm pretty sure it's, you send out a weekly email, right? I mean, every time I've seen, I think those are super helpful and glad that, um, you know, those are available. 
Yeah, thank you. That is, um, it does go out weekly, and um, we've been doing this since uh, pretty much week one that we were shut in and uh, and then lockdown. So uh, that's something that uh, we felt was important for others to know. And, um, you know, the fact of the matter is, is, is that uh, everybody is changing their way of doing business now because you have to. You were forced. Um, it was something that kind of slapped everybody in the face. Um, but, uh, you know, at least people and I look at it this way, at least people are trying. They didn't just shut their doors and go, oh, well, guess I can't do this anymore. No, that's not the case. You have to be creative. Look at look at your business differently. And um, I'm glad that you find it helpful. You know, uh, it was just one of the ways that uh, we felt uh, people needed to know that the chamber was, uh, you know, still there and still a resource. And I think just what we're talking about kind of leads into my my second question. Um, what are you looking forward to when this all ends? Or what do you think the members or you personally are looking forward to when this is all over? I'm going to point out the obvious because um, I am um, such a social person. So this has been very, very difficult for a personality like mine who likes to be out there um, you know, all the time with people, talking to people, networking with people, building relationships. That's what I'm all about. So sitting in um, uh, my spare room and, uh, you know, set up with a, you know, little makeshift office space does not cut the mustard for Lenore. Um, so I know that everybody else is itching, <laughs> everybody else is itching as well. Um, but uh, there was so many great um ideas moving forward and uh, that before this pandemic hit and and I'm excited uh, and I think everybody else will be even more excited once this ends. I, we're not going to take things for granted anymore. Uh, I, I believe that that's a big part of it. A lot of people just you know, took certain things that happened or, or you know, their, their networking events, oh, not that important, um, you know, uh, letting, meeting new people, having new uh, um, opportunities, because you're out. It's, it's part of the everyday life. Shut it off completely, and all of a sudden you realize how important those things are to your business as well as to your mental state of mind, as far as I'm concerned. So um, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that what we're looking forward to more so than anything is um, last year in 2019, we started under Jeff Freund's um, presidency, we started uh, really looking more at uh, doing uh, some community-minded events, um, some fundraising events for the chamber so that we're able to um, continue to offer scholarships to the local high schools uh, and um, be able to do some uh, uh, donations for um, really good causes in our neighborhood under, um, you know, or, or with the uh, Middle Country Chamber as being the sponsor, those types of things. We need funds to do that, as everybody well knows. Um, and we started um, last year doing the night at the races. What a successful, fantastic event! Very fun, very fun. We we all enjoyed that, right? No, and that was one of the best events ever. And you know, I got to do a shout out to Doreen Newman, who is the administrative assistant for Middle Country Chamber, and you know. Um, I can't say enough about her. She is just amazing. And what she does, um, she's so behind the scenes and she doesn't want the, 
you know, kudos, but um, every chance I get, I'm going to make sure to shout her out because she is amazing. Uh, the work she puts in to the chamber and to make these things come to fruition, you know, we come up with an idea and then half the time she comes up with, okay, this is how we're going to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my goodness gracious. God bless her. She is an amazing, amazing woman. And what an asset to middle country chamber. As far as I'm concerned, she's the president. I tell her that all the time. <laughs> But that's besides the point. <laughs> We're looking forward to doing more, um, you know, community-minded events. The night at the races is going to be rescheduled. We had already had it scheduled for early June. I don't think we're going to be able to pull that off, um, but we will do it. And um, we're looking forward to um, a um, – and, and possibly this can happen. This was going to be early November, um, a full festival day uh, with the – honoring veterans and um, closing down um, Mark Tree Road like we've done in the past for uh, street fairs. This is not going to be a street fair. Yeah. It's more like a music festival. So it should be a lot of fun. And uh, um, and other, you know, events like that. I, I'm seeing this chamber being a lot more visible than it was in the past, even more so. And, um, and then also being able to then, because we are more visible, more viable, be able to be, to do a lot more good in the community, which is what a chamber is for, where we want to bring, uplift the businesses. We want to uplift the residents. Uh, it's, it's about a community. That's chamber is a community as far as I'm concerned. And, um, you know, granted, we're, we're pushing more towards the business, but it, like just like, um, you know, Elizabeth was just saying, a lot of these small businesses that are up and down our street. And look, look how great um, Selden Center Reach area has has grown in the last few years. You know, a couple of years ago, three, four or five years ago, you drive down. It was a lot of empty, abandoned buildings. We don't see that anymore. There's beautiful new buildings, new new stores coming in left and right. The switch, the changeover happens so quickly. And if I can have anything to do with it or the chamber can have anything to do with not having those buildings go back to being vacant, we'll do everything in our power to help those businesses. And, and that's what the chamber's here for. That's great. That's really great. It's it's really wonderful to hear you say that, Lenore. You know, it's Jeff got it, you get it. Um, it's really all about the community. And I think that's what the people listening who might not have a business in the area or even have a business period, the chamber is a lot more than uh, getting business uh, between members. It's really about the community. And, and we always say that the Miller Center is pushing to help businesses because if businesses succeed, the community succeeds. And if the community itself succeeds, then everybody in that community's life is just better. So I don't like what's happening now, but I love that we have this hashtag on social media, stronger together, stronger together. And I hope that we don't get rid of it, like lose this momentum when things go back to normal. Remember who helped you when all of this happened. Remember who supported you do whatever you can to support people. Um, and it doesn't always have to be monetarily, but you did make a lot of great points um, about networking and getting out there. And that's what you miss the most. Yes. And, you know, I think anybody who hears the name Lenore Paparaki is like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I've met her at like 10 networking things and she's all over. I'll <laughs> see her in the morning and then I see her at night. So 
I consider you a power networker. Like if somebody says power networker, I'm like, oh, they must be talking about Lenore Pavarocki. So, but I know that people don't understand what networking is or there are varying ideas of what, what networking is. And some people think, oh, well, I went to this one event. I had 10 business cards and uh, I didn't give one out or nobody placed an order with me or hired me at this event. So networking just doesn't work. Yeah, you know, Elizabeth, it's a shame. There are many people, and in my travels, I've met many people who do not understand the benefit and the um, the, the benefit, the positiveness of being out networking. Uh, and it's really mind-boggling to me. You know, anybody, the old, the old saying, right, I'm going to go to the old cliches. People do business who they know, like, and trust. That's an old cliche. Why has it changed? It hasn't. But the people who don't believe in networking don't believe in, I guess, that. Because one of the reasons networking has been such a powerful tool for me is, um, you know, the idea of growing a, ne- a group of n- people, networking, networking, think of that. It's like kind of like fingers out in the public all over. You're touching everybody. It's not about me necessarily making a sale that particular day. And for people who think that that's what it's about, stop doing it because you're not going to, that's not what it's about. It's about building business relationships with people who will get to know you. You'll get to know them. I, I call myself a connector. Because oftentimes people will be like, you know, I'm looking for someone who can, I don't know, uh, do some really great press releases for me. I don't know how to write them. Well, Lenore doesn't know how to write them either. But guess what? I know somebody who can help you. So I connect that. So those are the types of things that I do. And what I get in return is that when someone does think of my my business, and at this point, my business is uh, Synergy Wealth Strategies. I got to plug them um, out in Smithtown. Uh, I I help facilitate meetings with um, a company or a, a business, an in, individual even with um, financial plan with a financial planner who's going to be able to help them. By the way, write that business plan. Um, another plug. Uh, but people remember me. Oh, yeah, that's Lenore. She she works at Synergy Wealth Strategies. So when someone's ready to make a change, they're going to call me because I've represented that company. How many years? And, you know, I'll bring up my and I'll give kudos to my old my old uh, boss because I still uh, respect him quite tremendously. John Tunis, he taught me how to do that. I used to always be a social person, but never understood how important it was necessarily to, to do that and be the connector. I walked around, everybody knew Lenore was the, oh, you, you're the hotel girl. Yeah, that's who I am. Well, now I'm not. Now I'm the <laughs> financial development person. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, you said something interesting because you said, you know, I can, I know somebody to help them. And when you say no, it's much more than just somebody Googling and saying, I need somebody to help me with marketing, marketing Long Island. Oh, here's the first one. You know those people. Right. You are going. You've seen them places. You you can have that that confidence that you absolutely recommending somebody of value. Yeah, yeah. I really do get to know, and that's you know 
that is a big part of matter of fact it's the main part of networking is I'm just getting to know these people and 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 knowing what they do what what is what is it that they do for a living a lot of times I know oh well you know so and so they own um you know a business development company. What do they What do they work with? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I make sure I know. I know what your expertise is. I when I refer you and I say, oh, I know somebody. I always know somebody who I know I can refer without hesitation. That I know that they're going to be helpful and um, and they're you know uh, reliable and they, and when Lenore says, hey, listen, you two should meet each other. The fact of the matter is, is is that it comes with a. Um, I don't even know what, I, like a little bit of a, what word do I want? Like prestige. I don't know. Oh, Lenore said I should meet them. Oh, great. I should. Yeah, yeah, it's a quality, it's value, value. That's the right word, right. So, um, yeah, that definitely makes a big difference. So those people who want to say networking doesn't work, they're not doing it right. Here's another question for you, Lenore. How do they do it right? Like, just pretend I just graduated with my MBA um, I went right after my bachelor's degree, so I've never really worked in the business world. I got hired by this great company on Long Island, and they're like, okay, here's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to this um, this this award ceremony that the Long Island Business News is having, say. I want you to go to the 40 under 40 or 30 under 30, whatever it is they're calling it now. Um I want you to meet some people, you know, go and represent our company. What, what would you say to somebody like that who is just, ah, I'm terrified? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a big part of it, too, is, is that a lot of people are, are really afraid. Um, and, uh, or, you know, I it always came easy to me uh, to be able to just – talk to strangers. I can start conversations with anybody. Trust me, my daughter will tell you that all the time. Oh my God, she talks to everybody. <laughs> but uh, it, there is a talent to it. Um, it's about uh, feeling comfortable in your own skin, I guess. Um, but uh, for somebody who's brand new, that's one of the things I always love to do. I'm I'm big in mentoring uh, and uh, have always taken on, uh, you know, high schoolers and um, college kids and, and basically taught them how to uh, network and and network properly. One of the first things I say is is that they don't really have to say a whole heck of a lot. People love they love to talk about themselves. So if all you can do is say, "Hi, my name is John Doe. What's yours?" You started a conversation. You don't have to talk about who you are. Find out what that person does. That always starts a conversation. And if somebody answers, hi, I'm Mike, and they don't really say a whole heck of a lot, then you're going to have to ha be ready for uh, a quick um, follow through like, wow, I, have, I, I don't come to these kinds of, oh, this is the first time I've ever been at this event. Something simple, something light. We're not talking business. It's not business talking. It's about getting to know somebody. Um, kind of almost like dating, I think. In, in many respects, um, you know, yeah, when a guy comes yeah. into a bar and wants to pick up a girl, you might want to, uh, <laughs> a guy comes into a bar and wants to pick up a girl, you know, they have these one-liners. Well, they're prepared. Be prepared with your one-liners. Um, but the idea is, is, is that, so now this young, young man, who just got, I believe that's called your elevator pitch or your elevator speech. <laughs> well, you know, there, there are, um, I actually was just on a call um, earlier uh, this week about a 30 second elevator pitch. And uh, so I had to write 
my 30 second elevator pitch and practice it because everything I do, and if anybody knows me, it's very rarely ever 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but I had it ready because I knew I had to have it ready. But um, in any case, the, 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 I would explain to the young, the, 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 the newbie who's into networking, that the idea of networking is not to tell them all about you. It's letting them tell them all about them. And oftentimes when a person's talking, depending upon what company you're working for, many a times it can be um, a way in. So now you let them talk about, hey, yeah, so I don't know what that say that that person who you just sent out is from, um, let's, let's say they're a manufacturing company and they meet somebody who's sitting next to them. Turns out that that person is um, uh, sales on the road. All right. So now you got two totally different people, not necessarily going to sell a manufacturing company. But the idea is, is that the salesperson says, well, so I do this. I'm a salesperson. Oh, my goodness. Well, I just started this job and I work in manufacturing. So, you know, I, I really don't do sales. So can you tell me a little bit more about how, how do you sell your product and ask them their questions? When you ask about them, they're more likely to talk to you, open up and and learn a little bit about about you because you're saying I want to know about you they want to know about they want to know it back so it's it it's really business development it's a it's sharing of ideas um I don't know how many times I've run into somebody who does something they say what they do and I look at them and go I don't even know what that means <laughs> and they'll look at me and go what can you tell me what that means because I don't get it what do you do and so it isn't until we start really explaining what it means. I'm like, oh, okay, now I get it. Oh, I see what you do. So, so, and then when, when I learn a little bit about them, all of a sudden in my brain, especially because I built that nucleus of people, I'm able to start thinking, oh, I know who they should meet, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it's not, it's not, listen, I'm going to say something. Networking is not easy. It takes a little bit of an expertise. It takes time it takes you feeling comfortable in your skin it is something that is learned it isn't something that just happens you know um it's interesting you say that lenore because you know you you are the the master networker as we said and i absolutely have to network a lot for my job and i do it i think i'm okay i, I would never say i'm a master networker but i think People have to realize you might always have that fear. You might always be afraid. It might not be your favorite thing in the world, but most likely some of those people you're networking with are feeling the same way. So just understand yes. that we're still humans, even though we're, you know, putting on our business face and at the Crest Hollow Country Club while people get, uh, awards we are probably as nervous as you are we're still human we're not robots even whatever your comfort level is so i just i try to remember that like just it's okay these are just all people go out just be yourself and build that relationship build a relationship another thing you want to do too and and, and now with this uh the way the world is and you know you oftentimes the the people who are going to these events before you when you sign up you can see the list of who's going and 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 do your due diligence to say okay well out of this list who are the people i really want to meet and then make an effort to go meet them that's a great tip yeah. So if you do your homework or find somebody, you know, that might know them. 
surely and, and right. introduced to. Exactly. But you know who's going to be there? You can make sure that that's a person you meet. That that's a because per- now you've got an opportunity face to face without having to have to just do a LinkedIn kind of thing. And and even if it's oh my goodness, I've been wanting to meet you. How many people love that? Yeah, right. I don't know how many times I use that line. Like oh my god, I wanted to meet you. I'm so glad you're here tonight. Well, that's it. That, that's it. The person I got that person's ear, and you know because I've already done my due diligence. It's kind of like going to a very large um, interview with lots of different companies, you know, because before you go to an interview, you make sure you know about that company. You've, you've done your due diligence to learn about that company. Well, before you go to a networking event, you want to take a, if it's, a, if, if that list is available, you want to take a look at that list and see who it is you want to go see and make sure that you meet. And, and that's what you do. It's, it's not so hard, really. There's just a lot of, it's just, it's, 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 it's hard because you're not used to it. Like you just said, Elizabeth. But you force yourself to do it, you'll find out that it starts getting a little easier each time. Yep, and and then eventually, the more relationships you build, the greater your network becomes, and it's just you know, practice makes perfect. Like right. you said, just you just got to keep keep at it. That's correct. Thank you so much, Lenore. It's been wonderful to hear what's going on with the Greater Middle Country Chamber of Commerce. We're looking forward to all the new things that you will be doing in your presidency. And I personally especially enjoyed hearing some tips from you about networking because I think it's something, I know it's something that I struggle with and that a lot of the people that we work with do. So it's nice to have an expert in our community. Well, thank you. We look forward to getting back to it and having everybody back to the Miller Center for some great programs. Thank you so much, Lenore. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this opportunity. Rocky is the president of the Greater Middle Country Chamber of Commerce and the director of business development for Synergy Wealth Strategies in Smithtown, New York. To find out the benefits of being a member of the Chamber of Commerce, see a member directory, and learn of upcoming events, visit their website at middlecountrychamber.com. This week's episode featured Alex Blend and Elizabeth Malafi. I'm Sal DiVincenzo. Centered on Business is a production of the Miller Business Center at Middle Country Public Library, an initiative of the Middle Country Library Foundation. For more information, visit our website at millerbusinesscenter.org.